See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. Police detain a man on suspicion of arson after hundreds of people are evacuated from a housing block in Sha Tin. A woman is arrested in connection with the death of a 19-month-old girl at a flat in North Point. And the financial secretary warns that unemployment is likely to remain high for a while to come. Police have arrested a man on suspicion of arson and possessing offensive weapons after a fire in a Shatin housing block that put several people in hospital. Todd Harding reports. The force says it received a report at around 2.30am of a fire in a unit on the 19th floor of Fung Wai House at Sun Tin Wai Estate. Hundreds of people were evacuated from the building. Fire officials say multiple ambulances were sent to the scene and two people required CPR. One person suffered second-degree burns, while another had breathing difficulties after inhaling smoke. A woman and a man were found unconscious in one of the flats and were carried out, officials say. Police say they arrested a 57-year-old man in connection with the incident and seized two knives. Police have opened a murder investigation after the death of a 19-month-old girl in, a, in North Point. Officers say suicide notes were found at the scene and a woman has been arrested. Tom McAlinden has details. Officers say at around 9.30pm on Saturday, they received a report that the girl and a woman had collapsed inside a flat on Kings Road. The child was found with neck injuries and is thought to have been strangled. She was certified dead at the scene. A 24-year-old woman at the flat also had neck injuries and was taken to hospital in a conscious state. Police say they detained the woman for further inquiries. Legislator and former security chief Lai Tung Kwok has suggested the next administration create a new post of National Security Education Commissioner. Mr Lai told a radio programme people only have a superficial understanding of what national security is, saying it's more than just public security and includes everything from finance to food. Also speaking on the same programme, former police commissioner Tang King Shing said people have misunderstood what national security is about. He dismissed concerns the next administration would focus too much on national security and not take care of other problems. I think it's a matter of a balancing act and a matter of leadership. I have every confidence that Mr Lee will be able to take things forward. National security will only be one of his key agenda and is only a matter of how he can be effectively and efficiently uh, direct and lead his team to take this forward. Finance chief Paul Chan has warned that it may take some time before the city's jobless rate begins to go back down again. This comes as the latest unemployment figure climbed to 5%, the highest level in nine months. Frank Yong reports. Writing on his official blog, Mr Chan says the stabilising local COVID situation the gradual easing of strict social distancing measures and the new round of electronic consumption vouchers are all expected to help the economy improve steadily this quarter. But he says many businesses and workers are still bearing the brunt of the COVID-19 pandemic and believes the upcoming unemployment rate will still reflect the difficult situation brought on by the fifth wave. Mr. Chan also notes that Hong Kong's inflation rate is relatively mild, but says people should stay vigilant against what he calls turbulent external factors, especially geopolitics and the trend of interest rates. 
People in France are preparing to vote for a new president today in the second and final round of the election. Millions of undecided voters are set to cast blank ballots or abstain from voting. This report from the BBC's Lucy Williamson. By eight o'clock tonight, the decision will have been made. Whether France will continue with the pro-European Emmanuel Macron, who wants people to work more or take a sharp turn towards the far-right leader Marine Le Pen, who says she'll give power and money back to the French people and challenge the authority of the EU. Millions of voters, especially on the far left, say they're caught between fear of Le Pen's policies on immigration and French identity and rejection of Macron's economic goals. How they vote could well decide this election. To the weather forecast, sunny periods and one or two isolated showers this afternoon and it will be mainly cloudy tonight. Winds will be light to moderate southerlies. The outlook, a few showers and sunny periods in the next few days. It will be hot in the middle and latter parts of this week and windy with more showers early next week. It's now 30 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity at 69%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past one. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine has announced that the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin will visit Kyiv today, the most senior U.S. officials to visit Ukraine since the start of the conflict. People from the USA will be visiting us tomorrow. I'll be meeting the Secretary of Defense and Secretary of State Blinken. I think we'll wait until security allows it before the U.S. President comes and supports the Ukrainian people. This is very important. Tomorrow we will have this conversation and we'll talk about that armament list that we need, about the equipment that we need and the terms of provision. Mr Zelensky hit out at the United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres for agreeing to meet Vladimir Putin in Moscow on Tuesday before travelling to Kyiv. The governor of Lugansk region in eastern Ukraine says six civilians have died in Russian shelling of the village of Gersk. Serhii Haidai said the village had been heavily shelled by the Russians all day. He urged people to leave. They are bombing everything with artillery and aviation, all the time, 24 hours a day. If you have a chance, leave, evacuate. We are working constantly with help from a few volunteer groups. Remember what happened in the Sumy and Kyiv regions. Here too in the Lugansk region, it will be the same. We will drive them out. Rescuers in Japan say seven people have been found after a sightseeing boat went missing off the northern island of Hokkaido. 26 people were on board. The Japanese Coast Guard said it could not confirm whether those rescued were alive or dead. The BBC's Azade Moshiri has more details. The boat itself was a tourist boat on a sightseeing trip. The Shiretoko Peninsula is an extremely popular tourist destination. And currently, because Japan's borders are shut to tourists, it's likely that the people on board were either Japanese residents or citizens. But clearly something went wrong because when there were high waters, the crew sent out a distress signal, uh, said that while all the passengers had life jackets, the boat was taking on water. The boat had tipped 30 degrees and was sinking. That's the last uh, that authorities ended up hearing from the boat. The final day of Rio de Janeiro's famous carnival parade is underway following the cancellation of last year's celebration because of the COVID pandemic. Here's the BBC's Leonardo Rocha. 
For Rio de Janeiro's morale and for the city's economy, managing to organize the unprecedented out-of-season carnival festivities is a major victory. The authorities had considered scrapping the event for a second consecutive year as a new variant of the virus swept Brazil. But they decided to take a chance and opted instead for a two-month delay, waiting for the number of new COVID cases to decline. Thousands of tourists have arrived in the city in the past week to attend the colorful parade in which rival samba groups display their costumes, floats and compete for the top prize. In boxing, Tyson Fury has beaten Dillian White to retain his WBC heavyweight title. Fury floored White with an uppercut in the sixth round and the referee stopped the fight. 94,000 people watched the all-British bout at Wembley Stadium. Here's the BBC's Adi Adedoyan. This was billed as something of a homecoming for Tyson Fury, his first fight in Britain for four years, and he won it in emphatic fashion. After a cagey start, a perfectly timed right uppercut ended the bout in the sixth round. His opponent, Dillian White, was knocked flat on his back. He staggered back to his feet, but it was in no shape to continue. The referee ended the fight with no complaints from the challenger's corner. It was another dominant display from Fury who remains unbeaten. Straight afterwards, he hinted it could be his last fight, saying this might be the final curtain for the Gypsy King. It was another momentous evening for Fury in what's been a colourful career. In football, Manchester City have extended their lead at the top of the English Premier League after thrashing Watford 5-1. Four of the goals were scored by Gabriel Jesus, the Brazilian with his first hat-trick in the Premier League. City are now four points clear of Liverpool, who play Everton in the Mersey derby tonight. Here's City's match winner. Sometimes you work hard, you play good and you don't score. And then sometimes the days like this, you know, I'm so happy not just because I can score goals, but uh, the way the team play, that shows a lot for us. To end the news, the top stories once again. Police detain a man on suspicion of arson after hundreds of people are evacuated from a housing block in Sha Tin. A woman is arrested in connection with the death of a 19-month-old girl at a flat in North Point, And the financial secretary warns that unemployment is likely to remain high for a while to come. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Are you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm local?